just when we thought all was lost. The stranger showed up swinging a baseball bat like he was Jackie Robinson. Who runs with the head? He saved us all. The last thing he said before he disappeared was, I got, got you, kid. Something's wrong. Evidently. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We um hey guys, hey, sorry for dropping you into, you know, our random you know, behind the show discussions. You know, we were just Yeah. You know, we were just, just having the, the strangest discussion. But uh, welcome. Welcome back. This is um, this is definitely episode three, you know. Duh. Do it like it should be there. Huh? I've only heard that part. I haven't heard anything else, and I haven't seen the video yet. I've been dying, dying to watch it. But, um, but yes, welcome back to Black uh, Event Bullshit. Uh, I am your esteemed hostess with the mustards. Um, Jarmel. And, uh, you know, I'm joined by my co host, Brandon. Nothing else. You know, just Brandon, nothing else. <laughs> we don't have nothing any else. <laughs> nothing less. Nothing more, nothing less, less. nothing no. but you, nothing gain. Yeah, we got some music. I got that. <laughs> no. But yes, we are back, episode three, and we've had some time. You know, you guys are still enjoying the, you know, two episode drop. I'm sure, I'm sure you all are still sleeping over and over again to give us lessons. Seriously, you're just sleeping with your brain. It's just you guys are doing that. Thank you for the early podcast right. award. I know, true. <laughs> Thank you so much for being the best man. The best shitter. You know, in the whole wide world. <laughs> the best shitters in the whole wide toilet that we call. So, and uh, so, you know, without further ado, you know, we're going to jump right into our show, Brandon. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm just kicking back, doing a couple of things, um, working, and just, you know, 
keeping myself up, keeping myself alive, you know? Yes, and what a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. You know, it's exciting. You know, COVID's over and starting again. You know? And, uh, you know, yeah. there's movies, back in the movies, you know? Um, you know, laws are being passed, yeah. you know, that are just... You know, so you know, there's a lot. You know, we're living in this now, and just choosing to make the best of it. You know, that's how I'm living. That's how I'm living my life. Um, and that's how yeah. And that's why we're making this show. You know, and speaking of you know living your best life, Brandon. You know, there was um, some talk about the Queen. Um, you know, is she just music? Like- um, is she just the queen of music? What did you say? <laughs> See, it's hard to say, you know, fashion. Uh, uh, I mean, acting. we don't mention acting, but she's the queen of, like, she's everyone's, you know, she's everyone's queen of something. Um, And it was recently her birthday. That's correct. And there was a viral, um, there was a viral list that came out of her top ten best and worst songs from what magazine was that? Was that Elle? Yes. No, it wasn't Billboard. Billboard. No, they did not write that nasty piece of stuff because they okay. were so wrong. Um, Let me look it up because I wanted it. A magazine published oh a best and worst top ten or worst songs. And best songs for Beyonce to celebrate her birthday. And Twitter, the world wasn't having it. Um, yeah. They did have some bops on the worst side. Uh, and they have some songs on the good side that I think are okay. You know, different things like that. But um, yeah, I don't understand how they came yeah. up with those, those assumptions. But it brought everyone to um, bring up, it was Glamour Magazine. Um yeah, Glamour Magazine. Glamour and it made everyone magazine. bring up uh, their top 10 Beyonce songs and their top uh, worst. But I think we're going to do the top 10 today, correct? Yes, our yeah. favorite top 10. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I'm excited because I just love to give homage to B and everything that she has accomplished. And I mean, her discography is something sacred. And I mean, literally. I mean, literally. Just, I mean, it really is. It, it can't be topped. It can't be beat. Um, and I really, really, really enjoy a lot of the music that she's put put out just through the decades. You know. Yes, and we. Oh yeah, I'm excited to see if ours compare. Um, you know, you get it out there. Yes. So my favorite, number one, um, me, myself, and I, I mean, just um, a timeless hit. You know, you know, I'm, I, I can see it now. You know, I'm walking through the cold streets, you know, with my shoulder cut, top shirt, and my, my uh, mm-hmm. left bottom, you know, and I'm walking in the house <laughs> thinking about my life, you know, and how. I'm my best friend, and that I mostly know this by myself. So, you know, you, myself, and I, fantastic hit. What a great hit. Um, um, you, myself, and I, was that one of those? 
Definitely. It's definitely not number one, but it's on my, it's on my list. So, yeah. Yeah, so me and my friend okay. die, green okay. light, blow, crazy in love. Okay. I find you way back. The wedding. You know, because So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, mm-hmm. Love on top, fantastic, freedom, okay. baby boy, party, okay. and beautiful life. I want to say the only one that's in order is my number one. Everyone else just kind of falls in. Um, but my number one is Jealous. That is a gem. Um, that is the best song she's ever sang and wrote. Um, I don't think that she gives it a lot of play, but I do. I do. I think she likes it, but I feel like it's going to be one of those that's going to be in a featurette later on in life. I really do. And that's the song that indicated to me that he did something fucked up. That was on her self-titled album. And that, to me, indicated Lemonade. I knew he fucked up when that song came out. I knew it. Within my soul and my spirit. So I do think that Jealous was a precursor to the Lemonade era. So, that's just my own theory. That's my own theory. Uh, The following is a couple of ones that you named. Um, Blow is my second. Hold Up is definitely one of my favorites. Mm. Hold Up. Um, Six Inch Hill. That is it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the extent of it, though. The rest of it, I believe, is post-Lemonade. Countdown, Kitty Cat. Mm. That was on the worst. That's what I was like, whoever made this, I'm sorry, was white. Whitey, yeah. It was, it was Whitey. Sorry. It was Candace white. McDuffie. Oh, let's it's take a look at her. Uh, Candace McDuffie. Where is she? Oh, she writes Boy. a lot of black stories, yeah. though. Wow. Whoever Candace McDuffie is. Um, but we're going to find wow. you, girl. You, you, you in trouble. You in danger, girl. You, you definitely... When, I when, when, they, when she gave this credit, you know. um, kitty cat like that, the girls was getting upset. The girls were literally a bop. Like they were actors. It's literally a bop. It was. And Candace McDuffie is definitely one. I mean black, sorry. Um very, 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 very disappointing. Anyway. Welcome on. The last name of the scene. Okay. Look at your friends. Look at all my friends. Let me just, I want to try to see <laughs> Look at the Facebook friends. Let's try to see some. Let's do her, let's do her Twitter circle and see some. Great, it's a What it look like. Yeah, yeah. Kit Kat. I mean, Kitty Cat. Me, mm-hmm. myself, and I. Green light. Um, Ring the alarm. <laughs> and um, the other side, actually. That's one of my favorite <laughs> songs by her. <laughs> I said I'm gonna get a trench coat so bad, and I got one right after that because of this thing, um, <laughs> which I have honorable mentions, but I did have to say, uh, Naughty Girl yes. is an honorable mention and video phone with Lady Gaga, one of my favorite duets. But you know, yeah, that's that's my top mm-hmm. 10, though. Yes. And Yonsei. And Yonsei. Yonsei is my favorite. I don't even like partition like that. I just like Yonsei. Okay. Oh, and I like Blue. Anyway, subtitle was actually written about me. Okay. So that's where that comes from. That's my favorite album by her. Yeah. 
I didn't know. It was it was the mm. Wonder Woman's it didn't go yeah, to it was inspired by what you told me. Oh, okay. You get any No, I just got uh, really a little job. credit. Um she whispered in my ear. That was it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, hey, listen, a, a whisper in the ear coming out of is worth a million dollars. And with the visa, we're going to skip right on there. Well, before we yes. get into our segment of the shit show, uh, we are just going to give out a, a, um, a rest in power um, to those who have lost, we've lost um, Greg Leeds. We know that he is um, hooking the horn mm-hmm. on him, you know, for a time. And then uh, yes. just recently, Michael K. Williams, incredible actor, such compelling characters. You know, everything from literally black characters. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, especially huh? really compelling characters like yeah. black queer characters that were iconic and showed yes. true and different depictions of what the world knew black queerness to be. So, within his early work yeah. and within his recent, most recent work. So, yeah. Yes, yes. So, so we'll be missed truly. Um, legends both in their own right. The rest of our guys. Um, and with that being said, we're going to get right to our shit show. So much and shit. So let's start off on a good note here and a continuation story that we have from our first episode drop, which is that the baby, I'm gonna call him the baby, um, given that he has done something, I think it's pretty prestigious. Um, the baby has met with nine organizations that are HIV related or um HIV uh I wanna say that's not prone. What is the word for that? <laughs> HIV um centralized, I guess. Um, uh, like last week, following his remarks at Rolling Loud, um, the article was posted in the shade room, but there were a lot of people who were a part of that uh, meeting with him. And, um, I heard a couple of different things about the meeting that he was definitely sincere. He learned a lot. He actually met folks living with HIV and got a chance to speak to them. Um, I heard from a couple of organizations. You said what? They said he was yeah, they said he was genuinely engaged, that he talked to um, some folk living with HIV, and that um, he walked away, you know, with um, a different understanding, um, and that he was grateful for it at the end of the day, and the organizers um, were happy about that, too. So, yeah. That's, and you know what, that's kind of what we all want, right? You know, mm-hmm. some of these situations when they do take place. You know, when somebody says something, you know, they take a little hit in the bag. You know? Um, but ultimately, if this benefits him and it takes him away from with his understanding of, you know, how his words can affect people that he's not considering. If I mention a couple organizations that it seems like he was a part of, which I knew nothing. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep that comment to myself. Anyway, um, there was a letter signed in the support of um, him after that conversation um, happened, which was uh, the Black AIDS Institute, which was, you know, um, created in Chicago, Gilead Sciences Compass Services. We love Gilead. Um, National Minority AIDS Council. Uh, the Normal Anomaly 
um, initiative, Positive Women Network USA Prevention Access Campaign, and um, the AIDS Coalition and the Trans Inclusive Group. So among others, those were some of the ones that met with them. So good work, guys. That's what it's all about. Yes, bringing and having those conversations that need to be had. Can we get Lucy in the Actually, you can keep him as far away as possible. You know, not everybody's going to make it on the ship. I realize that, Brandon. You know, if you're a religious person, you know, or, or following religion, you know, you know, you heard the, the you know, the ship, <laughs> you know, that we're all doing it, you know. And some of the creatures have to be left, and I just feel like if you know, for safety, people going in those creatures, I got that line, mm-hmm. then I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm not, you know, neither here nor there. Yeah, just you know, me present. But keep out, you know, speaking of ships, you know, and people being left behind, you know, we're gonna talk about those cowboy bebop footers that got released. Um, now, I know that Brandon was just, oh, speaking of which, guys, Brandon was just tragically telling me the other day that, um, that he had never seen the series. Yeah. The series, Cowboy Bebop. Um, yeah. So I showed him the phone because she's kind of like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, a movie. I'll tell you what it is. That's all I have to say. Live action. What is it? <laughs> So yes, uh, you know, classic anime, you know, all the nerds will tell you about it, you know, Space Bounty Hunters, you know, Jazz, some of the best uh, on-screen animated fighting scenes you've ever seen in your life and probably ever will see, you know, on that show. Complex storylines, cool and interesting different characters, you know, and it's 2021, so, you know, that means it's getting a lot of action too. And uh, Netflix released all the photos of all the actors in their costumes, and they were, for the most part, accurate to the show. Um, One of the actors uh, actually spoke out recently. It was the lady, the actor who's playing Faye Dunaway's character. Um, And um, the actor's name is not coming to mind at this time, which is really tragic. But, you know, the fans were upset here, Brandon. The girls were upset. That um, if you ever seen the fade the fade character, I don't know where that came. That part Dunaway. I don't know. I sure, I sure did. Okay. So, but the characters, um, the, the characters typically not very very much, um, and the fans were pretty upset when they were about it. You know, they uh, they were jumping down the dolls through, and they were saying, "Hey." You know, how come you're not wearing, you know, less? And she <laughs> took the internet because she had time. Um, I don't know if you saw the video, but it was pretty much her explaining that, you know, she's not going to, she's as much as the character as she can be, and she's not going to try to fit into, you know, little little thin straps, you know. Um, and she's going to do the character the way that she damn well sees fit because she's not going to not. I and mean, man, big man. I definitely get what she kind of comes from from that piece. I mean, I think that in some form, there's a lot of um, work that goes along with kind of building a character. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Did I hear what? Did she hear that? 
Sorry, that was my phone. Sorry, but I'm not. No, no. Actually, it wasn't my phone. Yeah. And it doesn't turn off. I don't know. You have to like that. Turn off your phones, children. I definitely see the difference in her costume versus the character right now. I'm looking at it. Um... You know, I think that we all want accuracy as much as possible and things like that. But who's to say that, you know, this young lady wouldn't, you know, or that she does lose clothes at the end of the movie or anything like that. But I mean, this is like, she's not covered, but like, yeah, I want her to be naked. Right. Faye Valentine. I don't know what that is. Faye Valentine. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Okay, okay, yes, but um, they want the girl to be in, you know, uh, um, you know, you ever seen Fifth Element? They want her to be wearing like that, but less. You know, bandages, band-aids and shit. Um, Which is, you know, closer to what the character was wearing before, but ultimately, you know, sis is acting, you guys are going to watch it, and you're going to fucking get your rights. You know, people are so simple. It's crazy. I mean, like you said, they're gonna watch it. It'll be a great time. I know I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> yes, I can't absolutely won't miss it. And maybe you know you'll be inspired to go back and listen to maybe you know, and watch that. Just maybe. Right. And speaking of things, speaking of things that's coming out that I can miss. Oh well, it's out. Um, yeah, Donda. Um, it released. You know, I, huh? I, I honestly, I honestly have nothing for it. Um, I haven't listened to Kanye since um, the last maybe. Get out the album. Is that what it was? I like yeah with Tiana Taylor dancing around in the yes. I have not listened to him since that, and honestly, I have no interest. I'm certainly not going to down you guys. You know, if you guys listen to it, you know, let us know. You know, let us know, you know, or keep it. Yeah. Uh, but there's just no interest to listen. I, I, but I was talking about some of the mess that happened around it. Uh, well, that happened around it. Um, he did have that listening event um, where he rented out that football field and, you know, he, he had the house built there and everybody walking around and black and Donna, uh, best son, and um, I saw some of her friends. Yeah, I had a couple of friends who were uh, in aerobics class, as they say. You have to run all the way around Soldier Field (laughs) and um, do some conditioning aerobics. But yeah, he brought out um, he brought out Kim K, um, Marilyn Manson, and actually the baby as well. All that night, and then burned down the church. Which and then the girls. What is that? What's that? So is he done with making gospel music? Because uh, I, I don't know what Kanye's gonna do or, what, or who he is. I don't think he knows himself, but we're going to. Do I mean, I just had no. I have no interest. Right. Like even with honestly Drake's album, I'm not listening to it. I just don't have like. 
It's, it's, it doesn't move me. I'm not. I'm not moved by that anymore. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, just not. You know, I'm not gonna say he's right. good. I'm sure you know he raps as well as Earth, but like I wasn't checking for Drake like that either. And Donda was just kind of like, yeah, you know. So, so uh, thanks for keeping uh, keeping keeping yourself in the in the headlines. You know, Soldier Boy was attached to the project. Now, did wasn't he on a track that was supposed to release? But then they didn't release it on. And they I am not sure. It sounds like I mean we know that Soldier Boy has like his hands in a lot of different stuff. So I mean, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, especially as like songwriting and stuff like that and being a part so you know it, sure um, how did you approach sort of like what it was like to be closeted in black at that time and um, did you talk to anyone or read any source material or anything in preparation no 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 <laughs> I didn't make his sexuality the thing that I was I went after it was the fact that he never had a chance to identify anything. Like I, I you know, by the time we meet Manchos, he is so traumatized. He survived a he survived a, a massacre that took place in Tulsa. He moves to the south side of Chicago, which is, you know, like moving into a war zone within itself. And he's doing this through Jim Crow during the Jim Crow era. He's been, by the time we meet him, he's been so beaten into a box. He's been so told how to feel and what and, and, and what the definition of black masculinity or black sexuality. I don't think he really had a chance to define any which way. Thank God he had a, a friend and his wife who accept, accepted him in his bewilderment or in his quest to explore himself. Um, Thank God, yeah, he probably would have, you know, committed suicide. Um, but that's that's the aspect that I played him from. What is this man like? The 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 self hatred that that must bring, not being able to even explore what I might want to be, and and being told I have to be this way. This is what a a man becomes a father. He has a son, you know, you know. Not just children. A man has a son. He says that, you know. Um, so yeah. that that's the aspect. I, I I more I more so I more or less dove into that. I unpack that in in regards to how approaching you know his sexuality. Yeah, so, you know, and speaking of other people we don't want to think about, I think, in any life, Chick uh, Tr- <laughs> Daddy, um, Chick Daddy claims that he got his booty ate back in the day. He claims that he does. He says that it's oh. like ongoing. He was on uh, oh. the Drink Chance, the podcast, or show, whatever the hell, I don't watch it. And, um, <laughs> he says that that is a form of pleasure that he likes, you know. And mm-hmm. in this sense, uh, this sense, y'all are well, there's some heteros triggered. Oh yes, yes, very much so. Um, there were, there were, all of us were. Honestly, you know, <laughs> I just think about. Um, do you ever 
<laughs> you remember? Okay, did you watch uh, the Man of Steel? Yes, I did. And you know how like that tornado that took his father in, <laughs> into, you know, all that. I just imagine like that, but like, you know, I, 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 I have such vivid imagination, and it's never failed me like it has. I hate you. You know, um, like it is in this moment. So you know that's. It was quite an image, really. You know, how did you how did you feel hearing about that? You know, it's definitely something um, you when you, you know, look up. It just scared me. Like, I mean, it's, <laughs> I just here's the thing. Like, there's a whole conversation about how um, it was just mortifying all around. But some people were actually talking about how he looked better back in the day. Mm. He still did not look good to me um, back in the day, mm. although he was smaller. Um, but I'm just you know so, the way that niggas evolve, you know, it's very slow. You know, it's a it's 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 a slow process. You know, a lot of the stuff that people were talking about before is probably some of the stuff that they talk about today. And you know, listening to how Trey Daddy sounds today, I probably wouldn't have wanted to know him. You know, back then, you know, and I still don't believe he wipes his ass. I just I I don't. I don't. With all that shit he had to say about Beyonce, you know, I just, yeah, you know, go, you and Bobby Lights can, you know, go somewhere. Oh my gosh. You know, Bobby Light was like his advocate. He's his advocate. Yes. Yeah. That's just, but you know what? But Trick Daddy, I don't know. I mean, I say A for getting your pleasure and understanding what you want and yeah. what you like, but. Baby, the visual is just not what it is. It's just not. It's just not. It's just not. It's not what's needed, you know. And and uh, so yeah, you know. But he's definitely efficient in 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 keeping himself, you know, uh, knowing what things to say, you know, to stay in the girl's mouth. Um, and with yeah. that, <laughs> oh my god, with wow, uh, Brandon. First of all, when they are they okay? I mean. Oh my god, I thought that was you. That was definitely me. <laughs> that was definitely me. Um, honey, in the hood, you never know. You know, and uh, what, what? <laughs> I sure hope so, though. I sure hope so. Yeah, me too. Listen, I wanna. I'm yeah. like, Mom, is that you? <laughs> Not you, you look at her. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Why yeah, did you call, call me? She's like, I don't come, I don't come to him. I can't reach him. No, like, swear, short story. I swear. One time we heard gunshots, and yeah. everyone, well, m- most people don't know. My mom's like visually impaired, yeah. and I'm just like, it was like literally thirty minutes after the gunshots, <laughs> and all I hear is like somebody just scream, Brandon, and she's like, call up my name. So I went downstairs and I looked for her. I'm like, where are you at? She's like, I'm on the floor. Like I walked past her and everything. She was like, <laughs> in between the couch and the chair. And then she's in between the couch, the chair, and the table what? in the living room. Like hit the deck and has been there literally for 30 minutes. I was like, Anita, what are you doing on the ground like this? She was like, I heard gunshots. You didn't even come to check on me. I'm like, <laughs> So every time I hear stuff like that now, I hear like I'm like, Ma, is that you? Like, are you okay? Because she just hits the floor and don't say nothing. Oh, wow. Anything yeah. could happen. So if I don't listen, 
Uh, it was so funny. I walked like all the way in the kitchen, like past her. Like what? Like who? Like where are you at? She, she was, was like, I'm on the floor. She was camera flash. Honey, she was ready. She ready. Was, and you need to honestly pick up. You know, seriously. Yeah. You, you need to. You need to give her the times. I need to be better. Yeah. Because if you didn't necessarily. Um, just what? mute to it. I'm like, ah, sounds like the, the normal music. Ah, sounds like uh, water heaters for raining outside. <laughs> Drum roll, please. So, um, yeah. So what's next on that? Interesting to round this off with some more, um, <laughs> gosh, what do we do with this guy? Billy uh, Porter was on, um, <laughs> Was on the red carpet of the release of Cinderella. What'd you say? I said, bring the guest shots. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he, uh, he was on the red carpet of Cinderella, the movie that he did with Amazon and um, uh, Chlamydia Cabello and. Um, <laughs> And, you know, it was a couple of heavy hitters in there, actually. Avina wow. Menzel and folks. But um, I just hate it. I just hate that it was... Um, her. Ugh, I just hate that it was, like... I hate that it was her. I really do. Yeah. I just do not yeah. like that girl. And I really love... What's the guy's name? Uh, James Corbin. I love James Corbin. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. He's- and he's a great TV show host. And he's, you know, expanding... Um, he's doing his just acting, young. everything. Yeah, producing everything. He's doing a great job, but to have that girl in there, I just was like, oh, I cannot stand um, Miss um, Calamity Cabello. Um, mm-hmm. She's just a train wreck. It was kind of a and she's a racist. Yeah, so, well, they know that. So it was kind right. of a for the film. Like, I can't think of anybody who wants to see that movie. I think it made like what, like it said, like one million at home box office or something. Oh my god, what was the budget? Was a, I don't know, but I hope it tanked because I definitely did not watch it. I mean, if it only made one million, that is crazy. <laughs> I mean, and given that it's James, it probably had a bigger budget than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, I know they're gonna I mean, when you looked at some of the videos, like I mean. When Fairy Godfather, uh, no, Fairy Godmother, I'm sorry, um, Billy Porter was giving her her dress. There was a Yes Queen, Yes reference that nobody cared for because it felt very forced and um, very, like, you know, just ew, just no. very ew. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it was just very ew. Yes, girl. But to get into Miss Miss Girl on the red carpet, um, someone asked him how did he feel about walking in Whitney's shoes, which he was not. Let me just go and say this: this is not, this is not the, um, this is not the Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella. It's not, nor will it ever be. It never will be. Okay. No, whatever it be. There's only one. Well, actually, there's two on Broadway and this movie, and that movie will never, never be exceeded. Let's just let's go there. And um, he said his 14 year old little sissy self was doing backflips when he heard that he got the role. Um, 
the 14 sissy stuff like him inside him but um what everybody was mainly talking about was the fact that he couldn't have been 14 when that movie came out since yes. this is over 50 so i love it was like why he on this why is he over here lying we already what? don't like him and now he's lying for one, he did not have to. He honestly could have just not. He, you know, it's just that manufactured, you know, crap. That's why they had to have that yes queen, you know, part in there. It's just that manufactured. Yeah. This is what I should say. Thing, you know, like he didn't even have to offer that up. And now the internet detectives, you know, they exist. They are <laughs> out here. They are. This is clickbait. They're out here solving this mystery the moment you say anything, and they found it. The time is not adding up. Look at the timestamp. <laughs> what? And it's like, even if, you know, he was excited to the point, because people were saying like, oh, he was talking about like his inner child was really excited because, you know, he's taking over for Whitney Houston or something like that. Um, I still don't see the comparisons because I did not hear Impossible um, be sang by him. But at the same time, when, you know, even for you to be, th- well, I ain't going to say that because if I had the chance to, maybe I would feel my... But I was a kid then, so it makes sense. So never mind. Mm-hmm. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. It's just, you know, Billy just... It's the fact that he is like this poster child for the white tees. And they think mm-hmm. that everything that he does is gold. And he, you know, just he needs help. And and he thinks that way about things as well. Um, but shout out to yeah. Billy, you know, for being in this movie. I hope somebody sees it. I you know, I, I but I really have hope for Billy. I will say that much though. I do have hope for him in something. Don't know if it's this though. Oh yeah, loved him in uh, Pose. So you know, let's just hope he. You know, Even with Pose, mm-hmm. let's just hope he doesn't make any you know any more music videos and and you know just keeps it pushing. Even with Pose, it's like it just became about him. But that's not on him. That's on society. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, Billy Porter, defund Billy Porter. That is still ringing um, strong. Not children. What's that sound? (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. I hate you so much. I really was... Trying to remember the rest, but I think I, I know just, you definitely stopped. I am just going to move on to um, better things. Um, Disney um, is rebooting the Rocketeer. Um, they have the return of the Rocketeer in the works. David and uh, Jessica Oyelowo will be producing the film, and potentially David will be starring as the lead. Now that would be cool. Have you ever have you ever seen The Rocketeer? Yes, but I vaguely remember it. Hmm. Likewise, all I remember is I have a thing for masks, and I did not like his. Hmm. So it, that had a lot to do with it. It does look very different, but I think you know who knows. So you know, remakes. The benefits of remakes is you know the graphics. They can make it like anything. Yeah, it just gave me um, what is that, uh, Mr. Roboto? And I was very scared of that video growing up. Mr. Roboto. Yeah, you know, Dumbledore already got to Mr. Yes, but that reference is so wow. 
That is a terrifying video. I have to revisit it. It's a terrifying song, actually. Listen, we didn't want want to know who I am. A man or mannequin? That's creepy. Oh, wow. Maybe this will be the next song of the Chop and Screw for, you know, Jordan Peele's Nope. (laughs) For the new Rocketeer or Nope. Because we don't know what Nope is about. So we do want to know who you are. Right. So there you go. It could be that. Um, So, yeah. And that looks really good. And and that's not the only thing that's in the works. You know, DC Fandom announces its return for October 16th, 2021. Um, And they're going to be showcasing a lot of things DC related. Um, We're going to see a trailer for the Batman. That's actually coming out. That's you know, so we can see more of our sis, our good sis, uh, you know, Zoe, and and she's you know at the funeral and her cigarette and her mother. You know, I really need you. <laughs> that, that's all we're gonna get for the rest of our life. It's the bone for me. I, that's look. It's all I need with the shades and you know. I mean, she is living in a material world. Okay, bitch. It is. She is a material girl. And I'm not mad at her. So uh, we're going to see that. Uh, we're going to see the first look at Black Adam, which I can say I'm still not excited about that. Um, the Rock is clearly running the show over there, and he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. And um, it's going to make money. And that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Who's really watching Dwayne Johnson in all these films? I really want to know. Oh, Girl, the 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 straight air quotes. Um, <laughs> they have always wondered this. They love this guy. I don't know what it is. He can't get enough. He's like their role model or something. Um, but yeah, he's um he's gonna be you know Black Adam. So look forward to that. You know, and I'm missing uh, it. I'm. I definitely am going to end up seeing him for the show, but you know that's the only reason why I'm checking for it. Um, we're going to get a sneak peek at the Flash, which you know, shout out to them for actually making it because I really thought it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure I'm convinced now. Um, and we're going to see a behind the scenes look at Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And she <sighs> did you see the suit? Yes, I saw the fucking suit, the black. I like it. I like it a lot. Look, I just hope that's not the suit the whole way through, but it I does look really good. Um, <laughs> we just saw some photos today of um, what's that actor's name? The paranormal guy, paranormal. You know, we saw some pictures of paranormal today. You know, and his body is jacked. You know, he's got a beard. And we saw some with him in the costume. Yo-Yo is going to be in this one. He's also going to be in that, uh, oh, well, the the Matrix trailers that are going around. Yeah. The teaser, that's going to be out actually this Thursday. Well, yeah. And so we'll have to talk about it next show. But um, that was the next topic anyway. I just slid right into that and stopped with the other one altogether. But, um. Did I fuck something up? Huh? So did I fuck something up? No, no, no. Oh my gosh. I just I feel like I went right through a lot to the next thing. But um uh, and you know, I didn't even know. It was a transition so good that I hadn't realized I had set it up. 
Um, but yes, the Matrix, you know, they're doing promos for that now out of nowhere. And it's so insane. You know, they have you choose your pill. Now, Brandon, I have to know. Did you choose the red pill or the blue pill? Um, I think I would want to stay in this weird ass reality, honestly. I don't I'm not ready for the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I'm not. As much as I would like to know that it exists and like live there, if it was safe, I would. But I would like lose to those little clones. I would. Mm-hmm. Every time. There you have it, guys. Brandon chose to stay here in the illusion. I would. I would. I'm not gonna say. I get it. Um, but uh, you know, maybe that's what you stick around for 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 the trailer of uh, the Matrix. You know, stick around for that. You know, we'll stay in the movie and watch the movie about the movie. Um, <laughs> Yaya is printing money this year. By the way, and he is making so much money. It's crazy. Like from this to you know the Matrix trailer, and then just this week, you know, he was in another little film that came out. You know, yeah. it made twenty two point three million. Twenty two M's. Period. Domestic box office opening weekend. <laughs> Who other than me? Who other? Who? Who? <laughs> Say his name. Oh, I'm not saying his name. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know. You guys know who we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, the Candyman continuation remake. No, continuation. You know, definitely dropped. The girls love it. Um, clearly. You know, it's um it, it it's 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 all that people are buzzing about, Brandon. I mean it hear? was a great one. Did you did you hear what I said about the buzzing? Wait, say it again? I said it's all that the girls are buzzing about. Okay. <laughs> you stopped the show for that reference. <laughs> it was about wow. So uh I I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Buzzing for bees. Brandon Which you're just what? so fast. You are. You're very fast and very, very awesome. Please continue. <laughs> you're lying, but um, I mean, what a fascinating like look and tale of the character. I think that this is a like this is a definition to me of like a continuation slash like reboot because we got a really new insight on what Candyman is mm. within this film and it was beautifully done which I have honestly seen other people do but it fits so perfectly in this element so which it, it was great it was great definitely it was great definitely worth the hype and we can go right into it in our uh film and television se- session and that's gonna you know wrap up that and we'll go into a review of the Candyman now that's twice it is okay, but say his name. You have two more times, I think. You said it three times already. Well, no, is, um, it, is it three? I thought it was five. Yeah, I was like, you said it three times already, so you oh. have two more. 
Okay. So, um, so yeah, in this movie, I loved, I think there's a lot of artistry and a lot of references to the mirrors. Like everything seemed upside down. Like it gave you that kind of feel where you're looking at the skyscrapers and stuff. Great cinematography on that. Yeah, side. that opening with the um, yeah, with the with the upside down view. Yeah, that that was a, the, one of the coolest damn things in this movie. It was yeah. very subtle, very eerie. I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, it was so cool. So cool to see. And I think that, um, you know, we got a lot of different depictions and a lot of different, like, just B-roll like that going through the film. But, you know, the film opens up um, where there is kind of like this narrator who was talking about um, the one of the people who actually become one of the Candymen, which is actually the change in the whole story. Um, about someone who was wrongfully accused. And with being wrongfully accused, um, after that, you know, they said his spirit lived on. It was like, you know, he became the, a version of the candy man yes. with um, putting razor blades in candy after being accused of doing that and he was not the culprit to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they open, they definitely open the film with the creation of the candy man that we were with. Uh, through most of the film. Um, but it does change. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie opens up very, um, very, very grand. You know, it kind of sets the scale. Um, and then we follow our characters through um, most of the movie. What did you What did you think, like, overall? Like, if you just had to, like, rate this movie overall, what did you think? Um, I think I would have to rate the movie possibly. I would give it a good seven out of ten if it, if, it, if it's of a, a, a ten scale. So yes. I would say probably like a B minus. Mm. I and think I, that there's a lot that they could have dove into or dived into within the story a little bit more, mm. but they gave us some new context, and that's what I really, really appreciated about the script. Yes, and I, I think I appreciate that as well. Um, where I was okay with the idea that there was more, you know, with right. more of them. Um, right. That alone, to me, made the movie uh, a B plus for me as well. Um, mm-hmm. It was beautifully shot. Um, you know, it, I mean, the cinematography is off the chain. Um, adding in that extra for the lore was very cool. That was some of the things they did really well. Um, the 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 effect was there. So all that mirror stuff they did, like with the little bees, you know, trying to get mm-hmm. on the other side. Um, some of the mirror shots, some of the mirror kills. Um, that was one of the big complaints I was hearing about the film. What did you think about the kills? How do you think they did that? Do you think they were satisfying enough? Or do you think they needed a little more? I think that honestly, I think I would appreciate the kills if we did see them, like the first couple ones as ghosts versus seeing them in the reflections. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there was like kind of like a mystery to how you could kind of see the killer. Like, mm-hmm. to me, there was no fight for survival. And I wish that would have happened because it was too much of like, you know, we don't know what's going on versus a fight for survival. Mm. So, you know, understand like this entity or to get what this entity is all about. It was like, oh, people are dying. Let them die. Or let's not, you know, even try to put up a fight. Like, I wish that could have been like a culprit in the film a little bit. Mm. It did feel a little bit like the kills that we were seeing were just because they were going to have to be kills without killing yeah. the main cast. Yeah. 
you know, as opposed to the other film, um, or at least the original, like they really drop us into the main character's life. So seeing the people around her drop was pretty horrific. Uh, the people that she mm-hmm. was watching, um, but the kills were a lot more brutal in the earlier films. Um, so I didn't really, I didn't really mind so much the way that they handled it here. Like they still were chilling to me. Um, the idea mm-hmm. that. You know, you can see him where he is. Like, you can place him on the mirror, but he's not really there. That was kind of cool. You know, I mean, it was over, like, by the by the bathroom scene. But, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. They were struggling. You saw. They were struggling. Yeah, bit. they were. I just think that, like, within, like, horror movies, like, you get used to that tussle. Mm. And, like, trying to, like, you know, fight for your life or trying to at least understand what's coming after you. And it's like, once you understood in this film, it was too late. Like, mm-hmm. everybody was gone. Like, there's no one you could try to save. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just, like, dead. How do you think um, they handle uh, Yaya's character with him having the significance that he had, um, that he was the baby uh, that we learned? Was yeah. He was the baby from the previous film. Do you think we got to see his legacy play out, you know, as it should have? Or do you think they could have done something different with the character? Again, I really just wish there was a little bit of a fight. You know, I feel like once we found out his legacy, once, I mean, we all kind of knew, like, when that beast thing kind of happened, something was going to happen. But, um... It's just like, I really wish there could have been some type of like, you know, like some type of just fight we could have put up. Like he could have like, you know, went out to figure out his destiny or found out on his own like he did. And, you know, it was just like, let me try to stop this from happening or mm-hmm. let me try to, you know, what maybe there's a ritual or maybe I need to see, um, you know, the lady who saved me and look, go to her grave. Or something. I don't know. Listen, like, I just yeah. wish... Oh, sorry. Wait, say it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying he was definitely all in. Like, once that beast thing hit, which was yeah. like, that going to happen? Or, or what? Was that like, again? I said, was that always going to happen or what? Like, so the, the lead character was right. walking through Superior that's been shut down, mm-hmm. you know, and gentrified and kept in the middle of the city. You know, he's walking through and um, he's taking pictures, you know, like you guys see in all the trainers. And then he gets stung by a bee and this begins to rot his hand throughout the whole film. Um, which, by the way, guys, if you haven't gone on, this is completely spoiler. <laughs> we're just jumping around in the parts that we didn't talk about. Yeah, we are. And we're assuming that you girls saw the movies. So, you know, these are our criticisms and thoughts of the film. Um <laughs> But yes, he gets the character gets stung. Um, it was like in the beginning of the film, right after they heard, heard the story for the first time in the living room, mm-hmm. and you know he just carries on, and he definitely did not fight this. Like he was walking around with it, his hand falling off, fingers and nails and shit is coming off, and right, he's just like peeling the skin off. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep walking around. Right. You know, it's like to me, like, like even when you found out that there was like a hidden destiny and different things like that for you, like there was no like, how can I get out of this? Like, how can I, you know, not become this, this vengeful demon? You know, um, it was just very much so, you know, the deed is done. Thanks, mom. 
Rand, thanks so much. And so, you know, from the moment he gets stung, you know, he starts seeing more crazy visions of the actual Candyman character. Um, uh, he goes in witnesses and becomes like he becomes witnesses or accomplice to a series of murders that take place following his um, following his last ditch effort portraits of the Candyman series, um, and this starts everybody to to saying the name of the Candyman character again, um, mm-hmm. and these murders start happening. You know the. The the girls get killed like you guys see on the trailer in the bathroom. Um, the art dealers get slashed. Pretty much all the white people, which if <laughs> yeah, they huh? I say yeah, white people were the victim. Like they, they were definitely. You guys were getting it bad in this film. <laughs> Who am I kidding? You're not listening. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, it, and and and. You know, he's witnessing murder after murder and questioning more of his reality. He goes to see his mom. Um, oh, which we didn't talk about laundromat guy. Um, what is his name? Right. Um, Coleman. It was a, yeah, Coleman. It was like Coleman. Coleman Domingo or something. Yeah. And, Domingo. Yeah, and <laughs> this guy is the kid that we opened the movie with. The kid who yes. is the making of Candyman. Um, and he grows up and um, we think he got his life together, you know, after, you know, witnessing something so horrific. Uh, he witnessed the murder of the Candyman character and the murder of his sister, who said his name. Um, and then, you know, this guy grows up and he gets a laundry mat and then he decides he wants to make more Candyman. Um, so this character is following Yaya throughout the entire film. He's telling him about it. You know, he's telling him about the legend and all that. And then come to find out, you know, this guy, he wanted to make a new Candyman. So he, uh, I guess, waited until Yaya. Well, how, how did? Okay, did he fully ascend it? Yeah, like, I think he definitely knew who he was and he knew that he was the child and that he had this type of calling and things. I just want to say he kind of just stewarded him into like the legend and different things like that, but he definitely was a part of the scheme in his own way. Like he knew that the Candyman like the Candyman that we, and that's kind of like the different thing that we found out within this film versus the other ones is that the Candyman is like a vengeful entity. Mm-hmm. that kind of just manifests itself when something or someone is done wrong by, yeah. you know, racial, you know, inequities and different things like that. But it's, and I believe it's only a black man. I don't know. I don't think there's a candy girl, but, mm-hmm. um, you it's, know, it's, it's more of a vengeful spirit. It has its own entity and it can be a number of people, which, you know, for the last couple of years before this one, we only followed Tony Todd's Candyman. Yes. So, you know, that's what the big interesting, you know, spiel was on this one, which I, like I said, I love that. I love the fact that they put that in there. But this guy, Coleman uh, De- uh, Domingo's uh, character, he knew all about it. And um, I think once he locked his eyes on Anthony McCoy, you know, he knew that this was, you know, he came back, that there was this prophecy that they would come back and that he would, uh, just be the sacrifice that he was supposed to be or that he would be um, 
solicited to be this new Candyman or this new entity for, you know, the, the vengeful spirit. Which he said, did you catch as to why he said he was doing that? Like why they needed Candyman? So it was Coleman's idea to to choose Yaya to make a new Candyman out of. Because he said (laughs) he wanted to, uh, oh, I think it was because of gentrification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was. Yeah, the inequities that was put on, you know, still to this day. Go ahead. Yes, yes, gentrification, the inequities, all that. Which, if that's where we, I mean, if if we're getting a rebrand, you know, for Candyman, definitely because he needs a new PR team. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's doing right this time around. He's only killing. <laughs> he's not killing us uh, because that last, the original child, he was castrating boys and yeah, definitely killing black folks. Um, so right, you know. So it really was that. It really was like more so a story. It was a, it was a horrifying ghost story where this one it just seems like there's a vengeful demon. There was a purpose behind, yeah. Um, you know his killings and things. But yeah, the one before that was different. He yeah. was just mad, very much. <laughs> he was very much upset. Don't know who pissed him off. I mean, the the girls pissed him off, and he, you know, he was rightfully so on a rampage. But. This one, as it seems, you know, is only looking out for us. So um, the movie ends with um, with <laughs> these cops and shit. Which, by the way, I mean, I figured that all cops are, you know, they have that switch in there somewhere. But Chicago, the Chicago Police Department is this racist? Like, really, honey, how do you work out there? Honey, I mean, I don't anymore, but the thing is, um, literally, like, you have this scene where they just killed her boyfriend in her arms. Oh, my God. And he's trying to spoon feed her a fucking story. Yes. So this is he's trying to film. You know, he's he's in the church. He's getting his hand cut off. You know, the woman has called the police. You know, um, and, and, and Coleman gets killed. I'll let you guys see how that happens in the film. Um, but in, in pretty um, pretty spectacular fashion. Um, and then, you know, Yaya makes his way into, into, you know, our lead character's arms. You know, she's there with him on the ground. And the cops come in and uh, they shot him while he was on the ground. <laughs> Thus, completing his transformation into the uh, Candyman character, we see him go off into his final killing spree. You know these murderous racist cops, and um, after being called by his, after being called by his girlfriend, who's being spoon fed this lie, trying to get her to tell a story that did not happen. Yes. Yes, um, which was like it was to me like that was the bittersweet. That was a bittersweet moment right there. Like, even though you just killed this man, uh, like you don't even know why. I, I know they were looking for him, but you don't even know why. Like, this man is even laying in his arms. Like, nobody just checked to see if he was okay or if he needed an ambulance. Just shot him up right there. They were like they weren't taking any chances, so I, I don't know. I don't know what that was about, but luckily, you know, they were racist, and Candyman showed up, and 
you know, and he just, and he he did what Coleman brought him to do. So I guess in the end, Coleman's character won. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the film was over. You said you gave it a a B plus, and I'd give it a B plus as well, mostly because the movie was getting in the last few minutes. I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. It was, um, I just wish there was a fight. I really do. I wish there was a fight to, you know, just figure out more, to be more, to understand what was going on. I wish there was a fight. Like, you know, if they were running away from him or, you know, <laughs> there was some threat to the lead characters at all. Right. Like, it was just, to me, it was just too effortless. Like, they're just like, you know what? It's going to happen. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. Like, you know, that's always like, you know, a fight to where you can just... You know, try your best to not be possessed or not, you know, kill anybody unwillfully. But this one was, this was not so. Right. Well, look, for all the things it was, or maybe it wasn't, you know, what did you guys think of the film? You know, let us know and uh, tell us what you're thinking about the film. Um, honestly, I, I, I'll give it a B plus. Like I said, it was, it was, it was very entertaining. Um, didn't understand uh, why at the end we saw Tony Todd, but you know, I think that at the end they were trying to show all the Candyman's that actually existed because his face was changing a lot, what? and it changes the guy off of uh, it changes to the one guy that was the original one, not the original one, sure. but it was Tony Todd. Yeah, it was the one from um, the one from the seventies. And, you know, you just kind of saw them all switch oh, in some form of fashion. So I think that they were showing all the Candyman's previous to Yaya's Anthony, who was, I guess, destined to be the Candyman. Right. Destined. Yeah. Maybe right. that's what you mean. And my thing is with that, does that mean that there's two ways to become a Candyman? I mean, clearly there's a bunch of ways because I don't know if you stayed for the little short at the end of the movie, which that song is eerie. Okay. Damn, there was a short. I definitely didn't stay for it. Yeah, there was a little short. You know, they did the little shadow puppets. Mm -hmm. And and the shadow puppets did the explanation as well of how many came in there were. There was like a boy. There was... Right. Yeah, there was a bunch. You know, so... Mm -hmm. So uh, I I thought that was pretty creepy, um, but that was a nice little surprise at the end. Mm, I definitely didn't. But that's uh that's yeah. So that was Candyman. I think it was thoughtfully done. I do think there was just some horror, just some classic horror parts missing, but it was enjoyable and amazing, and I'll watch it again. Yes, definitely enjoyable. Shot amazing. Love all the actors. The comedy was there. You know, um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a decent film. Had my had my gripes, but it was a decent, decent film. I cannot wait to see what they do next. Yeah, but yeah, guys, that is going to wrap it up for the review. And was there anything else that we had to talk about? Um, I think that we were going to talk about the ATL trailer that was dropped. Oh gosh. Um it was it was uh did you did you see that was just them walking to the music? I, it was just them walking, yeah, walking to the music, which I'm just kinda like I'm so over TI, I don't think that I have energy to even watch that. So honestly, honestly who has who has energy for him? Maybe um yeah maybe you see a watching some part. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
And I think that's that. But you know, ATL is a classic, I guess, in most in some people's eyes. But um, you know, who knows? I do love Lauren London. I think she's cool. So I may watch it. But right. she's uh, that's about it. So you know, uh if for those of you who are checking for that, you know <laughs> uh can't wait for it to Good luck. Oh. Yeah, looks. Yeah. I mean, looks crowdfunded. It looks. Uh... <laughs> it looks crowd. No, honey, it is very, very much so giving me crowdfunded. Like it's giving me Indiegogo. Uh, giving me, you know, Indiegogo. Definitely, you know. So, but yeah, that's it. That's it for the show. Um, that's it for episode three but you guys know it's always best to keep it locked with us so you know exactly when our next shows are coming and the content that we post uh, which we have to do a lot more of but um, make sure you follow us on Black on That BS on everything and everything is only Instagram and Twitter right now so Black on That BS to keep up with our show us individually and uh, everything like that Yes, could not have said it better. Thank you guys for listening, and we will be back in episode four. Episode four. Yes. And then we'll talk about Shanti. Thanks. Talk about what? Sanchi. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. That's the Remy X movie review. So yeah. cool, cool, cool. You guys don't say his name five times, especially right. before we see him. That's correct. Oh yeah. So be safe. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.